The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed. Glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by The Joe Pags Show. Jordan Belfort, the guy who was the focus, the feature, the I guess the character, the main guy in Wolf of Wall Street. He wrote the book first, is what I found out. We, uh, we have a great conversation, bottom of this hour. Make sure you stick around. So uh, you're going to hear all about what happened with that. I t- Carrie, I do tell him during the interview, I didn't see the movie. Oh, okay. What was his response? He, ba- he didn't say it, but he basically looked at me like I was an idiot. Yeah, because most people have seen it by now. Yeah. It's on all the time. All the time on cable. Can I be honest with you? I don't, I, I've got movie channels. I never watch them. Mm. Well, you should. I should probably just cancel them. I mean, in the last 10 years, I haven't watched the well, movie channel. no kidding. Yeah, that's kind of a waste of money, isn't it? It is. So um, I told him that he said, I'd say, so you're the one person who hasn't seen it. So uh, it's a great conversation. The guy is wound up. He is ready to go. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. like always on the imagine. sales pitch. And, and I, I listen, he got me. I was like, hey, hey wait, well, what are we doing? He like, got me going. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's a really good conversation about is money done? Is King Dollar going to go away? Is Wall Street really just a stock market? Is it just a casino? And man, he gives some great answers. And I did have to go back and bleep him out once. Oh, I'm not shocked by that, actually, if you've seen the movie. Yeah. A lot of cursing in the movie? Uh, Yeah. Yes. All right, I've got to check it out. So we've got him at the bottom of this hour. Do not miss that. Carrie's going to start things out in just a minute with the idiots in Washington. My words, not hers, because they are, in fact, idiots. On a Tuesday. I mean, the art of not answering a question was on full display today. I did a short video, a reel on Instagram, a video on TikTok, a... I think I put... I might not have put this one up on, uh, on YouTube, where I just focus on Alejandro Mayorkas. And his ability to not answer a question, it was it blew my mind. So again, follow over on YouTube and on uh, on Instagram, Joe Talk Show, all one word, Joe Talk Show, or Joe Pags, J-O-E-P-A-G-S on talk. How you doing, Chocolate Voice? I'm doing all right. Hello, making it happen, getting it done on a Halloween. I am dressed up as a talk show host. Hmm. Do you like scary? I uh, well, uh, probably don't because you don't watch movies. Do you like scary movies? Well, growing up, I mean, I watched the Friday the 13th stuff and all that. But, I mean, you know, I don't know. No. It, you know, it got, for me, it got old. Every plot was the same. Yeah. It got more and more gory as the technology got better, which is kind of, oh, yeah. what, what are we yeah, doing here? a lot of blood. Yeah. Are, are you a horror film I person? I love scary really? movies. Really? Love them. What's your yeah. favorite movie? Oh, the original Halloween. Really? John Carpenter's Halloween. Yes. That's yeah. the, is that all the Michael Myers? All, uh, yes. Okay. Because that was with Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, that is right, yes. I did see that. I mean, back then I would see a movie, but then it was like an event. You'd get up, you'd, you'd get dressed, you'd go in and buy a ticket. If you're lucky, it was, uh, you know, the, the teenage night was two or three or four bucks or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't a movie like like $40 or something now? Isn't something stupid? <laughs> yes, especially if you, you take, take the, you take if the, you take your take the children kid, with you. $200. <laughs> yes, it's an expensive night. So again, I mean, I, the streaming services are all available. I still do like the movie theater experience, but I haven't had it in a long time. Mm. I think the last time they were opening a new theater in San Antonio somewhere, and I was there for the grand opening, and like, that was cool because you could like lounge in a like a, in a lounge chair. I'm telling you, now. they're nice. What is yeah, that? They're very nice. You kick back, but but relax. and then you could order food, mm-hmm. and literally, if it's three hundred bucks on the bill, you shouldn't be surprised. Uh, no, not at all. Sometimes they will bring it to you as well. They'll actually bring you the food. Yes. Sometimes you can get wine there, too. 
Well, then you probably there every weekend. This, but, yeah. <laughs> How would you know how many different selections of wine are available at the movie theater? So, uh, yeah, I've got to go and do that again. But no, I, I was never a big horror film. Paul, a big horror film guy or not? Awesome. I think that I would uh, probably more for the biographies. Like, mm-hmm. I really liked La Bamba. I really liked that movie. I was like, wow, I had no idea this was the story of Richie Valens. Um, that, that was cool for me. I didn't mind going in and seeing a, a comedy, but I had to be in the right mood for a, for a horror film. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't even them. tell you what my favorite horror film was. I can't oh, tell you. Really? Okay. All right. Just thought I'd ask. Paula, do, do you have a favorite horror movie? I don't have one. I could not, if you had a gun, I could not tell you what my favorite yeah, horror movie is. A favorite one? I, I, I don't know if I could say like a favorite one. Um, I, I, I will say that I've noticed that as I've gotten older, I've watched them less then when I was younger, I, I don't know why. Um, Have you ever gone back and watched some of the early ones that yes. we used to watch when we were younger? Yes. They are so unbelievably cheesy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because with, like, today's technology, I mean, you could really, it looks like they're killing people. It looks like, I mean, back then, it was like, really? But really? Scary, we, we were all scared to death. Yeah. We were scared yeah. to death about it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I think that I was kind of not in the in the in that genre when, when, I, when I saw Jaws back in the 70s. Mm. I mean, I think I saw that in the movie theater, and I was like, Whoa, Ew. that's Ew. an experience. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Like biting people in half and stuff. It was horrible. There's a lot of blood yes. in that and, one. But, but again, go back and watch that. You see the mechanical shark. It's also stupid now. Yes, but because of that, to this day, do you still look around when you're in the water? 100%. Yeah. There's a fin, I'm out. Right. Mm. If there's a, Carrie, if there's a fin, I'm out. Uh, yeah, I think most people would, would be out. Go to Port A, that, I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, yes. It was a piece of seaweed, shape of a fin, I was gone. Nope. Doesn't matter. Paul, same? Oh yeah, I'm always always looking. Forget it. I mean, yeah. it, it it ruined the beach for almost everybody for mm-hmm. a long time, and maybe mm-hmm. still today. And and again, if you're a young person, go back and watch Jaws from the '70s. You're going to say this is not even realistic. This is stupid. Well, that reminds me because when I was growing up, The Exorcist was that was the scariest movie ever. And my one of my sons had a friend over, and they sat and watched it and said. That was the stupidest movie. It was so corny. <laughs> How could you like this movie? It wasn't even scary. Like, what are you talking about? I thought it was the scariest movie ever when I was We were really up. innocent back then. We yeah, were really innocent apparently. back then. You didn't have the video games like you have today, none of it. Yeah. I mean, The Exorcist, yeah, give me a no break. It was deal. like pea soup hmm. and like a plastic doll's head. I know, but whole, you know? time is very, it's horrifying. Pull Exorcist, anything? Well, I mean, was it part of the whole thing with that, that it was based off of like a true story? Allegedly, mm-hmm. I mean, there's right. no proof that it really. But happened. I guess but, they, they said that about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre too, and it turned it out turned out that it was right. like pieces from a couple of different stories or something. And they said that about the the Amityville Horror, where I was born, obviously Amityville. Well, um, and yeah. and it, a kid does kill his whole family in that house, but it had nothing to do with it. The next thing about it being, I mean, they, they those people sold that house for so much money after that movie came out. So the whole mm-hmm. idea that it was haunted afterwards was obviously never proven. Now, those of you who believe in exorcism, those of you who are very religious, don't write me a bunch of emails. Exorcisms are real, and God can save you. Stop. I get it. You believe that, and it's fine. The Exorcist was a stupid, cheesy movie. See, Karen, I'm telling you, that's my email. I know. I'll get some idiot you now. You'll get a couple probably tonight. What do you mean it's not real? You've got to bring a high priest in to get rid of the... Stop. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. You believe that. I'm not here questioning your faith. The movie was stupid. Stupid. <laughs> 
Watch this segue. Almost as stupid as Washington today. <laughs> Carrie, what do you have? <laughs> this what? is from the Fox News. <laughs> uh, the White House said Tuesday it couldn't possibly answer whether terrorists had already crossed over the southern border amid the ongoing crisis there and increased security threats in the Middle East. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby made the statement during the White House press briefing while being pressed by Fox News's Peter Ducey on what FBI Director Christopher Wray said earlier in the day that was the terror threat to Americans reaching a whole other level. We are always concerned concerned about the potential presence on U.S. soil of terrorists coming from overseas. That's something we're always worried about, Kirby said, initially dodging when asked whether the White House had considered the possibility that terrorists could already be in the country after crossing the border. Ducey noted a Customs and Border Protection Bulletin obtained by Fox News last week, warning staff the risk of foreign terrorist fighters engaged in the Israel-Hamas conflict could soon be attempting to enter the U.S. via the besieged southern border. He asked if the White House was feeling any heartburn around that, considering there were 600,000 known gotaways that had crossed into the U.S., meaning they were seen or detected by Border Patrol agents but not apprehended. I can't speak to this intelligence report that was leaked to the media. I wouldn't do that. I can tell you we are constantly monitoring as best as we can all ports of entry to the country for the potential arrival of anybody who might wish us harm, Kirby said before calling on Congress to pass a supplemental border funding package recently requested by the Biden administration. I appreciate that. Yeah, I saw it, um, and I'm going to actually, I think I'm going to play it. Peter Ducey with John Kirby. I didn't get the whole heartburn thing. He said it twice. I'm like, what? Hmm. Why would you have heartburn? It's like when you eat spicy food or something. I'm not, yeah. Why would you have heartburn about a decision you made? But I do have a couple of, uh, I've got it queued up, uh, a couple of John Kirby sound bites. And then later, and we'll see if we have time this half hour or it's going to be next hour, I've got Alejandro Mayorkas, who literally just his performance today should get him impeached. But here's John Kirby. This was, is it possible that somebody who wants to commit a terrorist attack during a time of elevated threat crossed the southern border into the United States already? I couldn't possibly answer that question, Peter. All I can do is tell you that we are, we have remained vigilant to that potential threat. Question I thought was simple from Peter Ducey. Is it possible that somebody who would like to do a terrorist attack against this country got across, got across the border? Kirby's answer is I couldn't possibly answer that. Kerry, ask me the question. Is it possible? Someone. Yes. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> like the rest of the question. Of course it's yes. Yeah. Of course it's yes. You've got 7 million people who come across. We've got how many hundreds of thousands of gotaways? We have people on the ter- right. Yeah. People on the terrorist watch list yeah. that we know have been caught. The answer is yes. Why what is wrong with just being honest with that question? I know because it makes them look bad. They're not doing enough for But the it border. does it. It makes them look bad when they don't answer. People aren't well, stupid. Yes, true. But you you and I are, are thinking people. If he would have given the answer yes, would that have made him look bad? Or would that have made him look truthful? Oh, truthful. Yes. I mean, it's kind of simple. And I don't, I don't understand what they think they gain. Here's more. Okay. The FBI director said today, the ongoing war in the Middle East has raised the threat of an attack against Americans in the United States to a whole nother level. Has the White House considered the possibility that a terrorist could be in the country right now after crossing the southern border? Peter, we are always concerned. Uh, about uh, the potential presence on U.S. soil uh, of terrorists uh, uh, coming from overseas. That's something we're always worried about. But there was this bulletin last week uh, the CBP in San Diego said militants associated with the Israel-Hamas war uh, may be potentially encountered at the southwest You're talking about the San Diego? Yeah. Yeah. Is there any heartburn around here? 600,000 known 
gotaways just in the last fiscal year. This is the whole heartburn thing. He says it a couple of times, but I mean, Kirby's not going to answer him. I'm going to let it play, but he's just not going to answer him. Is there any heartburn about leaving the border in such a condition that one of those 600,000 could be a terrorist? So let me just break this down for you just a little bit here. First of all, I can't speak to this intelligence report that was leaked to the media. I wouldn't do that. Um, I can tell you that we are constantly monitoring as best we can all ports of entry to the country uh, uh, for the potential arrival of anybody who might wish us harm. And one of the things that the president asked for in this supplemental was additional funding for border security, for like 1,500 more border patrol agents and better technology at the, at the border. I mean, so again, we would urge Congress to take a look at that supplemental request and pass it. But if the general gist of your question is, are we taking the potential threat seriously? Of course we are. That wasn't his question at all. And by the way, that is what Kerry read a little bit earlier. That wasn't what the question was at all. Are you regretful about this? Are you maddened by the fact the border's open? And the whole idea that you can't, as one of the representatives of Joe Biden, say whether or not you believe there's a potential now, because the border's been so open, for terrorists to be here is stupid. And it requires the audience be somehow unintelligent as well. We're not. We're not stupid. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. We come back. I'm going to see how much time we have. I'm going to try to bring you Alejandro Mayorkas, who was questioned today, the DHS secretary, who has asked very direct questions, and his answers will make you angry. And listen, I don't know Speaker Mike Johnson. I hope to have him on at some point. But you could have already done it, impeaching Mayorkas. But what he does today just tells me, just do it tomorrow. Just impeach the guy tomorrow because th- this guy does not deserve to get a paycheck from the American people. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Definitely want to hear from you. And uh, if you can't get through in the phone lines, not a problem. Just make sure you stop at the website, JoePags.com. Scroll down, click on contact, or go to Instagram. Go to Rumble. We're, we're running it live there. You can go to Twitch. You can do all sorts of stuff at the website. Make sure you go to JoePags.com right now. Got to remind you about Eden Pure. Best-selling Thunderstorm air purifier uses proven oxy technology. It quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and so much more in your air. They've sold over 350,000 units, and you're going to love these. I hear from people every day. Thank you so much for telling us about the thunderstorm. Any smell is going to vanish right after you plug it in. Okay, the thunderstorm is going to go after odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, a whole lot more. They're no match for this powerful te- technology. It uses O3 molecules. They seek out and destroy odors. These mo- molecules even go behind and under furniture. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm. And best of all, no filters to buy over and over again, saving you money. Start enjoying your home again. Get several thunderstorms. And right now, you can save a bunch of money. Save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the entire home. Get three units for under $200 right now when you use my code. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. EdenPureDeals.com. Put in discount code PAGS, P-A-G-S. Save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS, P-A-G-S. Shipping is free. And we're back after this on the Joe Pag Show. This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. We've got Jordan Belford at the bottom of the hour. He is the Wolf of Wall Street. He's got a brand new book out called The Wolf of Investing. 
And he says it's already number one over on Amazon in the financial section, and it's only come out today. So go and get that book. What he says to me during the interview already has me going, really? You can do that? That's kind of cool. So make sure you stick around for that. It's a, it's a fun conversation for sure. And you'll learn something from it, too. In fact, talking about money, 10 regional banks had their credit downgraded. No problem, right? They're just going to keep on racking up the profits, get some sweetheart bailout if things get worse, or some mega bank will come in and just buy them up. No wonder my friends in Swiss America have been sounding the alarm about a secret war on cash and all that assault on our freedoms. And with soaring interest rates, squeezing the economy, and banks teetering on collapse, let Swiss America educate you on ways to help protect your hard-earned cash, your assets, right now. Get and read their shocking report, The Secret War on Cash. Your copy's free because you listen to my program. Call or text 800-289-2646. Call or text 800-289-2646. This all-out war on cash, including digital forms of currency, is spreading daily. So please read The Secret War on Cash free to my listeners. Mention my name, PAGS, P-A-G-S, when you call or text 800-289-2646. That's 800-289-2646. Or visit SwissAmerica.com slash PAGS. SwissAmerica.com slash P-A-G-S. Message, message and data rates may apply, but I want you to get, get a hold of them right now at SwissAmerica.com slash PAGS. All right. Mayorkas today was in front of the uh, a Senate committee as well. And when Mayorkas is asked the question, this guy has perfected the art of being an absolute piece of garbage. And I mean that in the nicest possible way. He just doesn't answer any questions, and it doesn't make any sense to me. Let's go to some of that many people has this administration let in by encountering, processing, dispersing, or that have come in as a known uh, or, or unknown Godaway? What, what, approximately. I don't need an exact number. So what do we got? Senator, let me, let me, let me I, say. I need numbers. I, again, don't filibuster me. How many people has this administration led into the country? Let, let me say at the outset that uh, our job would be a lot easier if the broken immigration system was uh, No, Mr. Secretary, I want a, a number. How many people have you led into this country? I, I should also How, uh, Okay, let, I'll, I'll give you the number. It's about six million. Can you imagine? This is the guy who's in charge of the border. And they keep on saying this lie about the broken immigration system, a system that was working fine before they got the job. Doesn't make any sense. But as I said a few moments ago. Oh, that's Christopher Ray. We'll get to Ray next hour if, if, if you're lucky. What a boring guy. And you say that Hamas, Hezbollah, or other Iran-backed terrorists are not in the U.S. currently um, after possibly illegally crossing our southern border? Um, uh, Senator, uh, let me assure you that anyone who poses a threat to our national security or our public safety is an enforcement priority of ours, and we use our detention capabilities to the fullest extent. Carrie, is that going to be an answer or not an answer? What do you think? Not an answer. So Ron Johnson from Wisconsin first asked him, how many? Just give me a number. And he said, broken immigration system. All right, I just need a number. And let me further say, no, no, I just need a number. Okay, I'll give the number. It's $6 million. And then that was Rick Scott from Florida who said, can you talk to me about Hezbollah and, and Hamas in the country who's gotten across the border? Did, does he give an answer on either of those? No. Now, I don't have time to play it right now, but Josh Hawley from Missouri asks him, look, you've got somebody who works at, the, at a high level of DHS who has posted something on an alternative account about people flying in, Hamas flying in and killing Israelis, and this this is still up. And then they also talked about free Palestine. Did you fire this person? And he... Guess what? He won't answer that one either. It's crazy. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Jordan Belfort when we come back. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pags Show.